you're listening to Men's Moment. My goal in this short Devo is to challenge you to live a Christ-centered life as a man that is full out and authentic in everything you do. So take these few minutes and enjoy some encouragement that will add clarity to your life's purpose, a man's moment of purpose. Have you read chapter 32 in the biblical book of Exodus lately? You really ought to go back and take another read sometime soon. Exodus 32, though recorded thousands of years ago, is in a way a mirror of today's society and something we need to be aware of. So let's do a quick review of the story. Well, in Exodus 31, we find Moses going up onto the mountain to meet face-to-face with the Lord. It seems that while he was there for an extended time, the people began to get antsy. You see that in Exodus 32, verse 1. And so they decided they need to take things into their own hands. They come to Aaron, the second-in-command at the time, and said, Hey, come make us a God who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us out of Egypt... We don't know what's happened to him. So rather than stand his ground before the people in the power of the Lord, the same Lord, by the way, who had brought them out of captivity, parted the Red Sea, you know, all of those items, small details, Aaron caved to their demands. So he had them bring their gold earrings together, and he melted them down, and then he fashioned the molten gold into the shape of a calf, and brought it before the people as their requested representative of God's, and I kind of add an S to that with a little G on the front. What a fascinating story that is, in that what happens next. Now let me quote from chapter 32, verse 5 of Exodus. It says, When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf, and then announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord, with a big L. Lord. Really? First, Aaron, you're going to make an image of a god, a false god, then you're going to celebrate it in front of the god and call it a festival? Eh, You can read the rest, and I encourage you to, to see how the story ends. I mean, it really is quite fascinating reading. The point today, however, is the, and I'll use the term, the mixing of metaphors, in how the people wanted to hold onto one god, their golden calf, while still feeling free to worship the God, the God of the Bible, the God who had delivered them. They certainly looked foolish, didn't they? But several thousand years later, are we really any different? Men, if they are not careful, can worship at the altar of many gods in today's society. Our gods can include our money, sports and sports figures, the pursuit of sex continually in front of us, our own comfort the very vehicles we drive, and even our modern smartphones. Now, I can hear some of you now. That's not me. You're saying, I'm a Christian man. I worship God only. Interesting. Let me ask a couple of questions, just for clarity. Question one. The last time you came out of the store to find someone had left a cart or door rash on your vehicle, you know what I'm talking about? Those little little bitty indentions are... Scratches that take away from the perfection of your ride? Well, was your reaction incessant anger or a process of turning it over to God as his car? Do you cheer for your favorite sports teams only when and if they win the championship, regardless of the character of their players, meaning good character? Question three. 
Do you constantly feel the need you've just got to upgrade your house or your man cave or maybe your fishing gear or your hunting equipment or maybe your vehicle, your favorite truck, your deer camp? Hmm, I I realize I'm stepping on toes there. Sorry. No, I'm not. (laughs) Question four. Do you choose your entertainment based on the amount of adrenaline it can pump into your system or based on values that you know are scriptural? And finally, do you pursue money and the acquisitions of things as though you can never have enough? I hope you can see a connecting thread running through these questions. That thread is the ultimate question of what is your idol? Whatever it is, if you have one, you need to deal with it before God does. Now, remember that God gave two main commandments regarding himself. First, no other gods, period. Secondly, no making other gods to worship. And the point of the second commandment is that anything that you and I come into contact with on a daily basis can be hammered into an idol and therefore can be a false god or our golden calf. It's kind of like the ultimate DIY or do-it-yourself idol project. Just choose from our assortment of gods, mix and match as needed, and then create your own idol to worship. So what can we do to help ward off idolatry in our life? I can offer one step and maybe two questions that can help. Step one, the one only one you need is to take time to memorize Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 38, and then internalize it until it becomes real on a practical level. And no, I'm not going to quote it. You need to go look it up and memorize it. Then you get to question number one. So when you're faced with a decision on the expenditure of your time, your money, or your energy, pause a moment to ask God this question. How will this activity or whatever it is impact the eternal kingdom for someone else? That should change your point of view perhaps. Then there's question number two. And that question is, in light of my past experiences, my current circumstances, and my future hopes and dreams, Lord, what's the wise thing for me to do? Today, you're going to face the call of an idol. By the way, so will I, I'm sure. And we will both probably face various other idol calls again and again and again in the days ahead. So let's covenant together to do something about that. Let's agree to, and let me use the quote out of the Bible, love the Lord our God with all our soul and all our mind. So see, together we can agree. No golden calves this week. That wraps it up for this week's Men's Moment. Take just one item that God put in your heart from this Devo and act on it today. While you're at it, take time right now to pass this podcast link on to another man and encourage him to listen and subscribe. Remember, there are no shortcuts to living like God wants us to. So man up and live your life with truth and grace. Love your family deeply, pray hard, and do all of your work like you're doing it for the Lord. (laughs) Because you are. Blessings. Blessings.